Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. So, what should we be looking for in the Bucks' first preseason game at Pittsburgh under Bruce Arians? And which players will have the biggest spotlight on them on Friday night? Did the Rays do enough before the trading deadline to remain a playoff contender? And what's the latest? From some of their prospects like Wander Franco, we've got Chris Torello of Spectrum Sports 360 and Bay News 9 to talk about all that and more on this edition of Sports Day Tampa Bay. I'm Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times along with producer Steve Burstink. Hey, if you'd like to sponsor this podcast, we have lots of new ways you can do that. Our advertisers are, of course, having great success, and you will too. Now, here's what you do. For information, just contact us on Twitter at SportsDayTB. You can reach me on Twitter at NFL Stroud. Or my email address is rstroud at tampabay.com. Hey, we'd love to have you guys join us and be part of our team. Okay, the lovely and talented and award-winning Chris Torello joins us now. And uh, Chris, uh, I know you've been out to uh, the Bucks and watched them a few times. They're getting ready to play their first game of the preseason at Pittsburgh. Just what are sort of the things? It's the first game under Bruce Arians. Yes, it's not a real, you know, it's not a regular season game. You're not going to see the starters very long, that sort of thing. So what what specifically will you kind of be looking at to see uh, Arians maybe uh, you know handprint on this team? Uh, I think honestly, I would really love to see this team for for the guys who are going to matter. And like you said, this isn't that game; it's not the third game. But I sure. think let let's see let's see them go down the field. Let's see them click a little bit. You know, let's let's I don't know if it needs to be a touchdown, but let's see them drive the field. You know, I mean, Bruce Arians has been the one saying you don't want field goals, we want touchdowns. You know, so let's mm-hmm. maybe get the ball into the end zone. Let's put them in position. You know, and uh, at least show that the offense really has been clicking the way Jameis has been performing through the through the weekend and into the start of the week, and you know, really kind of picking up a little bit here. And then Todd Bowles in the defense. You know, have a couple of stops have some pride you know and and really let's let's not just see the the starters but let's see the second strings the third strings fighting for those spots let's see them with that hunger and that and because those are the guys that are going to help you win games you know they'll be the unsung heroes so i think just really see that kind of difference and maybe how they approach the preseason games it's not just going through the motions treat it like you know there is a job to be won no matter whether you're a starter or a backup and let's let's see if we can take some pride from august into september yeah, no, I, I think those are all uh, great points. There is one player, though, and I'm, I'm just not sure what – I see him in practice. He looks like a different guy. He's a little heavier now, obviously. Uh, but the guy that I think you will watch all preseason to make plays is Ronald Jones. I mean, Ronald Jones, you know, last year came in here and, uh, you know, he was a second-round pick, uh, was supposed to be the explosive guy. And, Chris, I never saw him make a play, not even in practice yeah. and certainly not in the preseason games. How important is it for him, to, just for confidence alone – to show that he's he's got that burst. Yeah, I mean, you we've both had a chance to speak with him through uh, training camp, and I'll tell you what, he's so confident. You know, I mm-hmm. feel like you know, I remember he was talking one the, one of the first interviews he did during training camp, and he said, I, "I I know what it means to be an NFL player now." 
And I think that's so important. And I think it does take time for some of these guys. They get away from the college life and, you know, they've got some money and they're dealing with, you know, reporters every day and, you know, kind of no classes, no anything. It's just football. It hits them. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe it hit him a little differently. And I think I think a guy like uh, a guy like Bruce Arians, you know, guys like Byron Leftwich, they're going to be perfect for a guy like Ronald Jones because accountability is such a big thing. And he looks bigger. What do you put on 13 pounds? Um, you yeah. know, he looks incredible. I mean, I could do that in a week, but I mean, you know, he looks incredible <laughs> and I, you know, but it's, you know, he's just, he, he, I think, and what I love, I remember him saying, you know, I love the fact that I'm going to catch the ball out of the backfield. I love that. It's going to be a big dose, like whether he's getting the ball handed off to him or he's going to run outside and block and then try and shake off a block, shed it for, for a pass. You know, he knows he's going to be involved in this offense, and I think that excites him more than anything because Jameis needs to look at guys like him, guys like Barber, and they're going to have to make a difference. It's a great point, and I, and I wrote about that uh, in today's Tampa Bay Times, and, and that is that, you know, for all the things Jameis has done and gotten better at, right, I mean, he, we know he can make pretty much every throw. Yeah, the deep ball could be a little better, but, you know, he, he has no trouble getting it to Mike Evans down the field and guys that he has played with. Um, but for all the things he has done, what he hasn't done, and I think that this offense will force him to do, is check the ball down. Because in, for starters, they split those running backs out of the backfield quite often. And that means that you've basically got the five offensive linemen and the quarterback who have to be responsible for protecting himself. And, and the way you do that is to get the ball out of your hands. Mm-hmm. So I think it's important to see you know, just how he utilizes – those running backs in the passing game. He's not a quick twitch guy, but wouldn't you love to see, you know, Ronald Jones uh, or Peyton Barber or even, you know, uh, Dari Agumboale catch catch a ball in the flat and, and, and see if they can break a, a tackle or two? Oh, no, absolutely. And, you know, you have to remember, I mean, and, you know, in, in the famous words of, Joe, you know, John Madden, you know, any positive play is a positive play, you know, boom, you know. <laughs> so I think it's important, you know, boom, tough acting, to acting, people smile. You know, I think it's important <laughs> if you, you know, if you get those three-yard gains, you know, if you can just check down and, and you know what, I mean, these are big guys you're throwing the ball to. I mean, this isn't, you know, it's not like you're throwing to some little stick. I mean, you know, I think if you throw the ball off the barber, you throw the ball off to a guy like Jones, these guys, you know, you're going to win some of those one-on-one tackling battles where you're going to fight forward for an extra yard and a half. And those are what can be, you know, a three-yard catch turn into a four-yard catch, a five-yard catch. And those are what you need. And and I think that's where a little bit of confidence where if you have those checkdowns, then all of a sudden the defense is saying, wait a minute, we're giving up. We're, we're doing a great job covering Mike Evans and, and Godwin, but wait a minute, they're still getting five yards. And I think that's, you know, it's, you know small bites. Small bites. There's nothing wrong with small bites. Doesn't matter how you get the ball in the end zone. Just get the ball in the end zone. Yeah, that could be for lunch. That could. You sounded. You started to sound like Madden there a little bit. I mean, you went to. You know that. That's the thing. Like you. You know that you check the ball down. You get the four yard, and then the four yeah. yard becomes a five yard, and then then the five yard is it becomes a seven. Yeah, I mean that's. It, yeah, yeah, that's it. So yeah, it's, it's kind of Brett Favre, my, my Brett Favre, Brett, Brett Favre. I love Brett Favre. Well, Brett Favre's so. back, and yeah. So, uh, but that's that's you know that is the thing though. I mean, for Jameis, I think you know the discipline and sort of the willingness. Look, he's not going to have much of a choice because if he looks too long down the field, they're mm-hmm. always going to bring more than he can block. You have five offensive linemen. They're not going to leave a lot of tight ends in. They're not going to leave a lot of backs in um, to help with protection, and so. Uh, you know, your choices are take a wallop and, and you know, hope hope you hit a guy down the field or 
if they're backing off like that and bringing people, know where your hot is and, and get it out, get it out in the flat and get it out quick and uh, and see if those guys can run with it a little bit. So this is the sort of the the maturation of him learning how to play the quarterback position, and all those guys have to learn how to do that, right? I mean, look, Tom Brady is not going to wow you with his arm strength. No, absolutely, but he's going to win Super Bowls. And he's yeah. going to throw that ball over the middle to a guy named Julian Edelman who's going to take it, and he's going to be yeah. able to turn up field. So, you know, I think yeah. um, you're right, though. I've never, I think the confidence is there for this entire offense. And, hey, I'll tell you what, though, in terms of his maturation as a quarterback, I'd love to mature as a reporter making $20 million. I mean, that would be, <laughs> that'd be really nice. And it? it's like, he's just maturing with these Vosots. He's just <laughs> maturing with this minute 30 package. Yeah. He's maturing. Let's hand him another 500 grand or something, you know? It's like, you know, okay, cool. So, but I mean, it'd be nice, but it's not happening. Yeah, it would. So, oh yeah. man, what's yeah. maturing are those certificates of deposit. Let me tell you, those are doing very, very well. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, yes, sir. Okay, okay so let's uh, let's switch now a little bit. Uh, well, to the Tampa Bay Rays, and you know, the trade deadline now has has passed. Look, I I kind of like what they did to their ball club. I mean, they they get uh, you know a right-handed power bat, a guy that could play first base. That makes twenty-seven of them uh, in uh, Jesus Aguilar, uh, and then you know they get another sort of um, I don't know Ginzu knife piece and Eric Sogard that can play the infield, and he's ha- he's having a good year, and then Nick Anderson, who's a power arm that I guess they'll use sort of late in in games, maybe out of the bullpen for sure. Um, they've lost another starter, though, you know, to injury right now. Where where do you think the, the Rays are in terms of their playoff chances? I mean, I know st- you know in the standings where they are, but in, but have have they done enough? Do you do you think that this team is is going to uh, now continue on with their their latest uh, stretch here? Where they, they won, I think, uh, six or seven games in a row, uh, and, and is the arrow now back up for them? You know what, Rick? I, I do like what they did. I like the Sogard move. I'm a big fan of Aguilar because he's under team control until, what, 2023. I mean, how can yeah. you not like a guy like that? His potential, if he can get his mind right and he can get going, okay, this is a real – this was a guy who was an all-star last year. So, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely, I like it. But at the same time, it's kind of like we're doing bulgos at Publix. We're doing coupons. You know, it's like, <laughs> you know, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I get that? You know, yeah, a little thicker. You know, would you rather it be under a pound, ma'am, or over a pound on the macaroni salad a little under is okay you know that's that's kind of the race a little under is okay you know so i mean that's, that's kind of how it is so but that's the race for you i mean i think the race it's listen glass now we're hearing positive things about him i i've heard i've heard positives about blake snell that his elbow feels good and hopefully we get to the start of september and he can go off the mound and then maybe you get a guy like him back for that final run but it's like how many times are you going to hand the ball to a to, to beaks and how many times is he going to give up those home runs i mean that's that's killing him right now you know i mean you can't lose a game two nothing to boba Shett. you know you can't have that this this offense has to kind of carry them but they're not the yankees they're not the red sox where you can have a bunch of guys go on the il at a time and then the, the guys underneath them just bash the ball so it's it's a very different feel i remember kevin cash saying 93 was kind of the number they were set at you know when they came out of the all-star break I mean, Rick, if they get to 93, I think uh, I just don't know if they get to 93. I don't know if they get to 95 at this point. That's a lot of winning over the final month and a half. It is. And and yet, I think, you know, from a schedule standpoint, they do have some teams that are under 500 um, coming up. Mm -hmm. I'm with you, though. If they don't get a Blake Snell back, 
Um, I don't know that you're going to see Tyler Glass now. I mean, if he came back at all, maybe you could use him out of the bullpen. But there, I don't, I don't see him. You know, and I talked to Steve about this building up enough innings, um, you know, to really do anything. So the pitching, the pitching is still a mess. It's still, you know, r- right now you're down to you know Charlie Morton and and then a bunch of openers. No, you really are, and and it, it stinks because now, like the you know the way the new hard deadline works is it's very hard to make those trades. It's more about guys on minor league deals or coming off of waivers. So you know, it'd be tough to kind of you know make a couple of moves. And, you know, I mean, I thought that what they did with the Marlins, I mean, yeah, you get a guy who was coming in four and 12, but at least you got an arm that can give you innings. And that's what you need more than anything is a guy who can go back out there. So, you know, I think the Rays have done what they can. It's just they've been hit by the bug. And it just, you know, for having one of the best, you know, farm systems, you know, I mean, give the Yankees credit. They don't have one of the best farm systems. They've traded away some guys and they're relying on some of the no names that, we really didn't hear about until they started winning with them. And, you know, the, the Rays have that farm system. I just think some of them are still maturing through high A ball with the stone crabs, getting to Montgomery. We just saw uh, former USF pitcher Shane McClanahan called up. So, I mean, you know, at this point, you know, they're maybe a year away from having all that farm system, maybe being able to help the way the Yankees were able to rely on this year. But boy, oh boy, it would be fun to see some of those guys when they get there. And no matter what, a guy like Brendan McKay, leave him up there. Let him struggle. Let him grow through September. Uh, You know, it's just going to make him better for next year. And he has to be a guy that's in that rotation because a lefty that can find his way eventually is going to be a big deal. So the the pitching's the big thing, but they've got arms that can do it, especially a guy like McKay. And he's just going to grow through whatever happens the rest of the season. Yeah, and then offensively, I mean, they got to get some guys back. Brandon Lau needs to get yeah. back. Yandy Diaz, those guys. Mm-hmm. You mentioned the prospects, and uh, you did a, uh, a spent some time with these guys going to Port Charlotte and uh, did your piece on uh, Spectrum Sports 360, Bay News 9, on uh, Wander Franco and some others mm-hmm. as well. Uh, how did that go? And, and just uh, is the Wander lust real? Do we, uh, are, we, are we thinking we're going to see this kid at 19 <laughs> years old in Tampa or what? I think he would love to, you know, he's such a good human being, you know, and we, we, you know, he was, you know, he's such a perfectionist at everything he does. And yet he has so much fun uh, playing the game. Like he even got thrown out at second in a game we were at. He just smiled and walked off. Like he didn't care. Like it was like, Oh, it's okay. You know, like he moves on. He loves life. He loves baseball. He knows how lucky he is. And, um, you know, I think he will be at the trop, whether it's the end of next year, the year after that. I mean, we, you get your buddy Topkin on to talk about that, but I mean, I think it'd be great to have him, but I'll tell you what, when we were in Clearwater with him, watching him sign for all those Rays fans, it was just so much fun and he loves it. He knows he can take care of his business and then go work out and still get the game in. So, um, he knows the business side of it. He understands what he's, what he's there to do and, I think he's, I think he's incredible, and yes, I do think he will be their shortstop. But if he's going to be their shortstop, what does that mean for another guy who got a chance mm. to come up? You know what happens with some of their other pieces. So, uh, but yeah, I think Wander will be knocking on the door a lot sooner. I think a guy like Shane McClanahan could be knocking as well. We got a we had a piece uh, coming out soon on Joe Ryan, who's you know went to Stanislaus State. And, you know, it's division two and, and now he's, he's rocketing up. I mean, he was not ranked before the season and now he's one of their top 20 prospects. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And so, I mean, there, you know, there, there's a lot of arms, like I said, high A, maybe double A. And, and um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. We had a story on Jack Lebowski, him and his girlfriend turned a school bus into their home. And it was, we had a lot of fun with that story. So it's, it's been, you know, they got a lot of great guys, a lot of great characters. And I think if they can get up there to Tampa Bay, it's going to be a lot of fun for fans and for the media to watch. How do you turn a school bus into your home? I mean, like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> do you take out some seats? Uh, do you have that little thing that says stop at the at the foot? Yeah. Do people have to observe that. Like what? What exactly did they do? Is it yellow? Is it uh, is it a bluebird? Well, what 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 kind of bus are we talking about here? The school bus. So they actually found it in Virginia through a small private Christian school. This guy was selling two of them, and um, so they went up to get that one. And then the guy, they couldn't work out a price. So on their way back to, they're both they're living in Duke at the time. He went to Duke. And um, so they found it on Craigslist for $4,000. The total investment into it was thirteen grand, which is considerably less money than any anyone who watches like Tiny House Nation or one of those. That's like a $40,000, $50,000 investment. This was my favorite show. Grand. That's that's what no, I watch every week. Every every That's why you Tiny House. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, but uh, it's so funny. So anyways, with the stop sign, they had to take that off. It's illegal if they were to use it. They had to basically screw in all of the, you know, the side paneling and all that. They cannot have any of that going. Um, but they, what they did was they take out the seats. They took out everything. They can still drive it, which is fun. Anything under 40, you don't need a special license. So he's mm. able to drive it. And then what the, you basically you put in your flooring. You know, you, you kind of convert everything. You put in some, like, they have their air conditioning, uh, like, on the roof. Like, it filters through. And they basically pay for a lot at a local, like, kind of like one of those RV places. And, and and they have some really good deals with some of the electric companies that they work with. And it's pretty cheap. So, I mean, it, it looks really nice. You know, the story's on baynews9.com for anyone who wants to see it. But it came out really nice. So, um, you know, very surprising. But uh, the two of them are just terrific. And, um, you know, they were actually prepared to be driving that thing to Bowling Green. And the second day of extended spring training, the final week of March, the team says, no, you're going to be in Port Charlotte. So, well, thank uh, God. Know, that's based, that's yeah. Based, yeah. <laughs> baseball unpredictability, you know. But he did paint it white. And I said, why'd you paint it white? He goes, because it's cheap. So that's, that's the reason why that, that is funny. So it goes with everything. Yeah, it goes. Yeah, that, it goes. That makes sense. It's white. <laughs> I I can't imagine like Crash Davis coming on, you know, coming off the oh. bus after one of those long road trips, and then and then snuggling with Susan Sarandon in a bus. I, it just doesn't uh, doesn't have the no. same appeal to me. But but hey, you know, to each his own. And and uh, it was. I'm sure it's a good story, and and people got to look for that uh, as well. Now with one, just going back to Wander Franco for a second. Mm. How you know this is a kid that's that's uh, uh, you know learning English and 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 has a lot of uh, new changes in his life all of a sudden. How is he handling the attention from people like you and others that are coming at him now? And you know, there's so many expectations on this guy uh, and media and other things. How, how's he how's he digesting all this? 
Well, with me, we're best friends. I mean, it's done. I mean, it's it's already done. <laughs> well, you yeah. know, but I mean, yeah, no, I mean, it's I mean, you know, I'm me, and when you're per- when you're like me, it's perfect. So no, I'm just. But he, you know what? He's so unassuming. You know, he walks in the room, and you don't think you're staring at a star. You're staring. He's just a normal per. He's great. You know, he. Um, as funny as he has his braces, you know, so it's funny to watch, but. He's just such a good guy. And like I talked with some of his teammates because we got a couple other stories coming out, kind of the focus of like minor league baseball and what they have to go through when you don't get that huge signing bonus like a McClanahan, like a Franco, you know. And and, and I asked a couple of his teammates and they all said this is one of the most down to earth people. An 18 year old with that type of signing bonus, you'd think he'd Mm -hmm. be like over the moon, but he is so humble. He's so gracious. He's He's just the nice, one of the nicest guys in the locker room by all accounts. So, and like I said, I think for him, it's more just, he knows he's got the gift. And I think for him, it's more just, how do I hone that gift? All of his coaches say, this guy wants to get better at something every single day. He's not happy unless he gets better. If he does, if he wants to perfect the bunt, he wants to be able to steal every base. He doesn't want to be, you know, he doesn't want to be limited in any way, shape or form. So, uh, because he knows the more he can do, the quicker he's going to get to the majors. And that's what he really wants. So, um, you know, he just, he's so devoted to the process. And I think that's something race fans can really sink their teeth into with a guy like him. Yeah, I don't know. You know, people don't probably really think about it, and it may have changed because I don't know what they get paid now. But uh, you know, unless you have a big signing bonus and mm-hmm. and or money coming from some other source, you mentioned, you know, the couple um, retrofitting the the bus there. The fact of the matter is, is that those guys are looking for bogos. They're looking for uh, specials. Yeah. You know, at uh, at at pizza places and stuff like that. It's kind of it's a very nomadic life. You sometimes have four guys running an apartment, right? Um, so, so, I mean, that's, that's sort of the reality of the minor leagues. No, you're right. And as for Jack Lebowski, he got a $3,000 signing bonus. So, I mean, imagine, imagine that. And then he and he, he and his girlfriend, they basically saved up because she was working at a local coffee shop and he was, he was bartending and they were both waiting tables at times. So, I mean, that's, that's the life. And, and it, and the thing is, as funny as if you read the contracts, um, it basically, you have to maintain your fitness throughout the entire year. Well, how am I supposed to maintain my fitness when I have to put food on the table, when I have to get a job? You know, it's like it's I can't go to the gym for five hours a day when I have to actually go work, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 very it's a very tough off season for a lot of these. But they but they find a way and they love what they do. And, you know, obviously oh, yeah. it's still better than most. And, um, you know, but but yeah, it's not all, you know, sunshine and rainbows. Everyone gets the million dollar signing bonuses and. But, uh, you know, a guy like Wander, you'd never think this was a this was a, a, a multimillionaire, you know, off the contract he signed or that he but he's got all the talent in the world and he's got such a great personality and he's he really appreciates it. So uh, just like a lot of these raised minor league prospects. So and they also know they're in a great organization where a young guy will get called up. So it, it goes hand in hand. All right. Just a couple more. I want to uh, get your thoughts just quickly on uh, the lightning uh, making a move. You know, sort of in in free agency, um, they go and they sign Kevin Shattenkirk, who is a a known commodity as a defenseman. I thought you were going to talk about the puppy, uh, but yeah, no Shattenkirk. Well, we can talk about Bolt. Look, Bolt, <laughs> Bolt is I think going to become now. Now, what I don't know what the plans are is they develop Bolt, you know, uh, mm. for other purposes. But that's that's going to become I think I think that's a, a great idea. Tell tell people what that is first and all. Yeah, what's Bolt's, going on with Bolt? 
yeah, Bolt is actually he's going to be raised as a guide dog, and and I think that's just so wonderful. And it's and you know he's going to be uh, around the team. He's actually been around the team a little bit, so um, you know he's going to do his training and everything. And they the Bolts have adopted him, and uh, he's got. Mm-hmm. I think he's already got more Twitter followers than I do. So I mean, you know, he's uh, he's up there, man. But oh god, just some of the photos and everything. I mean, it's it's fun, man. Cute so, little yellow lab. Yeah, he's beautiful. Uh, how do you? I mean, how do you? How do, maybe that's what they needed to win the Stanley Cup. Maybe that's what they needed. <laughs> they needed a puppy. And you know what? Sometimes yeah. that's what you need. You know, uh, you know, instead of worrying about who's on the third line, okay, whose turn is it to walk them? Okay, cool. <laughs> Thank you. Now let's go win the cup. That was hard. Now let's go win the cup. Maybe that's what yes. will happen. <laughs> so. Right. Uh, some some would argue they played like dogs, but that's uh, uh but that's a, that's another <laughs> that's a conversation for another day. Um look I, I anytime you can add a guy for your third or I guess yeah, third line as a defenseman and, and a guy that's got the experience that he has, uh I think it's a good decision. So college football is underway. Um any thoughts about the uh, early practices that we're seeing or hearing about with uh with the big three or or USF certainly? Well, I mean, there's a big four with UCF, haven't you heard? <laughs> haven't you heard? I mean, yeah. there's a big four. I mean, go ask them. Go ask every mm. one of them over there. It's mm. it's all the big four. But um, no, I mean, I, I've seen. Um, you know, it seems like the um, seems like the Gators are in really good position with running back, and they've got a lot of talent over there, and they seem really confident with Dan Mullen, and that seems to be the you know the case. And you know, here's the thing with Willie Taggart. You know, I, I mean, is this really going to be James Blackman's job? I mean, you and I talked about it last time with, uh, you know, Alex Hornibrook coming over from Wisconsin. Uh, is mm-hmm. he actually going to be a threat? So we'll, we'll see mm-hmm. how that plays out for them. And, um, you know, down in Miami, it seems the swag is back. We've mentioned that. Um, you know, UCF, can they actually, I mean, are they actually going to hand the keys to Brandon Wimbush like they really should? You know, I mean, it seems like everyone's just, you know, fawning over Dylan Gabriel, who's a freshman, because he's the mm-hmm. next Hawaiian that's in there, and that's fine. But to compare him to Mackenzie Milton would be dangerous for anybody. Um, and then with Kerwin Bell, it looks like their offense is final. They look like they finally have something there, and it's just it's a lot of yeah. fun. You hear guys like uh, Blake Barnett talking Monday, same with uh, the tight end, Mitch Wilkscox. It just seems like they are just so happy. And, and yes. I think it's going to be a lot of fun watching this offense. And um, as long as that offensive line holds, and that seems to be the case with a lot of them, if their offensive line, if they can win battles in the trenches, um, especially in Tallahassee, they need their offensive line to be better too. So I think uh, you'll watch the trenches, especially over these next couple of weeks before we get to August 24th and then essentially August 30th and that Labor Day weekend for everybody else. For sure. Kerwin Bell is going to be a big big part of that USF yeah. success this year. Uh, tonight on uh, Spectrum Sports 360, uh, Bay News 9, you've got a, a big event coming out of this. I guess uh, one of the four-star recruits, Lawrence Toafili, is going to be on hand. And What is he going to do? Well, he's uh, Pinellas Park. He's one of the top running backs in the country, um, and he's he's actually he reached out to me, and you know we've had a good relationship, done some stories, and he said, Chris, I'm ready to commit, and uh, and I said, great. I said uh, the store the, the 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 studio is yours, and he said, okay. So him wow. and uh, the rest of the Toa Feely clan will be in here, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna do it live, and uh, it's gonna be a lot of fun with the with him and. Um, you know, from what I've been told, you've got guys like Florida, Florida State, and some other, some Big Ten. I mean, there's, 
he's he's got the the biggest schools on him and he was at florida not that long uh, florida not that long ago florida state about a week and a half ago maybe so um here we go and this is this is drama at its finest drama for sure we don't know where he's going, but I know that everybody is going to want to watch or be ready to go on Twitter to find out. So um, you know, this is big time for us, and that's what we like to do. you know. And you know it as well as anyone living in this area. There's so many kids that started a local high school. They make their way to college, and then all of a sudden they're in the pros. And whether they play for a local team or they go off and play somewhere else, chances are we're going to get to catch up with them. It's just so much fun, and I think Toafili is going to be a good one. Great head on his shoulders. Uh, he's not one of these kids. You know, there's a lot too many kids that transfer. They feel disrespected, and that's fine. It's a decision, whatever. But Toafili never budged from a guy like Kenny Crawford in Pinellas Park, and um, he's really been one of the mainstays there. And why they're so good, and um, you know, so I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And really, I think a, a message to loyalty. And I think he's going to do. A, uh, it's going to be really fun having him on. So ratings gold. You've got Florida, Florida State tuning in, Dan Mullen, and, of course, Willie Taggart will be watching you, watching him <laughs> to see. Uh, and they'll probably be calling you saying, hey, Chris, come on, man. Can you just give yeah. me a heads up. Just, just yeah, let no me know. More, what, no what, pressure. What, yeah. <laughs> where, you, where do you think he's leaning, big guy? Which hat? Yeah. Which hat? Yeah, um, exactly. All right, I got. Yeah. I got. I have to hear from Mike Francesco. You know, the Mets now are, are up to a 500 ball club. The Yankees are running away with the Ellies. Dare we say, could there be another Subway Series? Mets, Yankees in the World Series, what say you? Okay, okay, we're not doing that today, okay? Like, get lost. (laughs) All right, let me tell you something. Let me know when the Mets are serious, okay? Okay, (laughs) and and then, like, they get, like, the caller from Brooklyn. I'm like, what are you talking about? The two (laughs) The Mets are serious? Okay, okay, okay. Let me tell you something. Brody Van Wagen, he did a good job. He got that Strowman kid. But don't tell me he's not going to be in pinstripes next year, okay? He's going to be in pinstripes <laughs> next year, okay? I've already been told that, okay? So it's fine. But the Yankees, eh, we'll see what happens. They're, you know, they're, they're kind of good. You know, they're good. The Mets, it's nice. You know, they're, they're making a run at it. It's cute. It's fun. You know, people in Flushing and Queens are happy. Uh, by the way, I'm going to get the pizza challenge. Uh, I'm gonna do the pizza oh, challenge soon enough. You know, yeah, the one, the, the one bite. Everybody knows the rules. I'll probably eat the whole thing, but everyone knows <laughs> rules. All right, so uh, that's the way it goes. And of course, you know, you can look at my app, and we can download the app. It's not a lot. I think it's like seven hundred dollars a month. It's not a big deal. So we'll do that. Mike, get a pizza app with that, Mike. That's 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 really good. <laughs> he is Chris Torello. You got to watch him. Uh, the award winner. <laughs> on uh, Spectrum Sports uh, 360 and uh, Bay News 9. Thanks, Chris. As always, great stuff, buddy. All right, thanks. My thanks to Chris. Always great to catch up with him. What a talent. You want to catch him, of course, on uh, Spectrum Sports 360. The Rays wrap up a series today against the Blue Jays. It's an afternoon businessman special over at the Trops. Make sure you get over there or catch it on TV. The final practices this afternoon for the Bucks before they have their walkthrough and then travel to Pittsburgh for their game Friday night against the Steelers, first preseason game there. And since we uh, taped the show before Tuesday night's episode of Hard Knocks, we'll have the highlights of that, Hard Knocks and the Oakland Raiders to talk about. I'll tell you what, man, HBO stands for Hatback Option. I love acronyms, man. Anyway, uh, for uh, Steve Verstig, hope you guys enjoyed the uh, podcast. I'm Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times. Have a great day, everybody. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.